0: Welcome to Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass, a weekly conversation about business, careers, and personal development designed to inspire, educate, and motivate you, and sometimes ourselves, to show up powerfully, live fearlessly, and to find and unleash your inner badass. I'm Lisa Lindsay.
1: I'm Liz Green.
0: Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass. I'm Lisa Lindsay here with my self-promoting co-host, Liz Green. Hey, Liz. Liz. Hey Lisa, how
1: was your week? Um, it was a good
0: week. <laughs> you yeah, know, it was a good week. I towards the end of the week. And to tell you a quick story, you know, I've been working on this project, which I know I've told you about in detail in private, but and I mentioned a couple of times on the podcast. But I finished the project two months ago. It was an investigation, so it was released to the community, but it wasn't my report. It was a bastardized version of my report. <laughs> yes. So now I'm like, what do I do about this? Do I leave it alone? Do I let it go? But essentially they've presented my work in a way that is a gross mischaracterization of it and essentially his lie to their community. And I'm now like, you know. Yeah, so that was kind of what, that was the pause, because that was the end of my week. Because I had a pretty good uh, week, some good things happened, kind of got a couple new clients, things like that. But at the end of my week, I had a couple of the people reach out to me personally, because they have my email address, because I was working with them, and say, hey, this is what happened, help us. And I'm like, do I? <sighs> Yeah. And I know you know the whole story. So your faces, your eyes are wide right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I can't even believe that because I just remember this whole thing a couple months back and wow. Well, that certainly isn't a very good promotional piece. (laughs) right? (laughs) So, what what our (laughs) episode is about (laughs) self-promotion. My goodness.
0: Yeah. So it's sort of like, what do I do? Do I, do I kind of fight a little bit and say, Hey, this is not my report. Right. I mean, I think I could, my contract does allow me to do that, something of, like that, but I don't know, man. It's really weird the way the ways clients put you in, in some things, but yes, you're right. We're talking about self-promotion. So that story was completely irrelevant, but you asked about my week lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's so oh, no awful. Worry. No worries. But you know what? When we're, when we're in business for ourselves, I mean, this is actually an important point. Sometimes this is going to happen, right? Yes, for sure. And and what do we do? We should actually maybe do an episode on this. What do we do when this, when this happens?
0: Yeah, well, you know, it, it's a version of when you're unhappy with your client or when your client is unhappy with you. It's something like that, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? You're right. There is a conversation to be had there because honestly, I, I don't know what to do. And most of the time, if my client's unhappy, it's not a public thing. Right. it's, it's private. So it's right. just, they're unhappy. But in this particular case, this is a public thing. <laughs> yes. And you know, my name is all, over, and not only that they did a town hall. So there's, my name is all over YouTube. My name, my company's oh, name is oh all over YouTube. Goodness. So it's just sort of like, I think I need to kind of defend myself a little bit, but I don't know.
1: Right. But then, you know, what they always say too: any kind of promotion or press is, is good. <laughs> way
0: to bring it around. <laughs> so let's go with that. Way to bring it around Liz. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes any any bad any presses any presses is is, is good, good press. press all right so there's hey, there's that concept I there's suppose. that <laughs> listen I'll go with that I'll go with yeah. that so yes yeah, so how was your week really quick before
1: my week was great a lot of good stuff going on it's no complaints Lisa it's all been right. really really good Awesome. So, yeah, but I am really excited about everybody listening to our next guest, Lindsay Lathrop. She just has so much to say about self-promotion and why it's so tough for us, especially women. And, uh, you know, there's some really great stuff in this episode. So let me just first introduce who she is. She's a career advancement coach and she specializes in helping women build self-promotion and negotiation skills. So that's something I think that most of us really, really need help with. Without further ado, here she is in our episode with Lindsay Lathrop. Welcome, Lindsay, to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for
0: having me. Welcome, Lindsay. You spell your first name like I spell my last name.
1: I know. <laughs> two double
2: duty, two Lindsays. And we always
0: we always have great conversations when it's triple L's as well. Yes.
2: So, you know? Liz. We got five L's. I
1: know. I feel like the odd man out here because my last name is green. Aww.
0: I know. Well, Liz, you can always change it. Get married to somebody else.
2: <laughs> true. I have a green background. so There you go. You know.
1: <laughs> We're so excited to have you on the show. and We're going to talk about self-promotion today, which I know is, is such a difficult subject for a lot of people, right? Mm. So many people, you know, like it's tough to put ourselves out there and to promote ourselves. And I wanted to find out from you first off the bat, Lindsay, why is that? Why is that so hard for us?
2: Yeah, it's... It's a both and. We live in a both and world, right? So, you know, it's a little bit like we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. So Mm -hmm. what do we know about self-promotional women? Generally, we don't like seeing that. And we also don't like behaving in that because it falls outside of what we think women or how women should behave, right? Mm -hmm. So women are supposed to be demure and modest and you know, God forbid, you take credit (laughs) for something that you actually did. Yeah. So there is a backlash effect, and you get and we get penalized for it. So it's no wonder we don't want to take that risk, you know. And so always, you know, anytime someone I'm chatting with or coaching on this, like you don't don't feel bad, badly about it. Like it makes sense why you have held back, you know. On top of the stuff that we tell ourselves about it. So that's why I think it's such a juicy, juicy topic.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have, you know, when working corporate, I worked with lawyers and there is one distinct story. I, I think I might've shared some of it with Liz, where there were two women and one of them, she was a fantastic lawyer, very beautiful. And she is what you would call cl- the classic woman next door type, but she was very much a self promoter. She was very much the type of person who would talk about herself and what she's accomplished and people, everybody did not like it. No Mm -hmm. one liked it. And I was like, go ahead, girl, talk about yourself. Do your thing, right? But people hated it. And it seemed so odd to me because this is a woman who would have to stand up in front of a judge and represent others. And that was expected and that was okay. But to talk about herself and what she might have accomplished, it was so weird to me. I never understood it.
1: I don't get that either, because then if you start talking about yourself and you start talking about your business in a positive way, people start saying, oh, well, you should be more humble or that's not very ladylike. And we hear those messages throughout our lives. And, you know, we're the first, though, to admit things like, oh, well, I didn't have a very good month or God, you know, my hair looks like crap today. You look so good. Like we're the first to downplay whoever we are. But yet we can't say when something is good,
2: right? Makes no sense, right? Yeah, and we want other women to join in, so that's a way in which we relate, you know. And it's it's so funny. There's this clip Amy Schumer has, the comedian Amy Schumer has, where they're like a group of women are meeting each other on the street, and there's five or six of them, and they're all like kind of picking each other apart. So they give each other compliment, you know, as we do when. Friends approach us and immediately like compliment whack-a-mole, like self-deprecating, <laughs> like, I got this at the thrift store for 25 cents, you know? And then the seventh comes, woman comes along and they compliment her on something and she says, thank you. And then all of the women's heads like pop off. And it's like a whole thing. Because when there's this like, The beat when a woman says, takes it in and says, thank you. It just totally, even being well-practiced in this, it still, there's something that happens of, oh, wow, she just let that in. Wow. That's an option. (laughs) So (laughs) yes, it's an option. It's totally an option.
0: It is totally an option. And it's really great that we're talking about this because some of our recent episodes, particularly our social media episodes have been mm-hmm. about really kind of stepping out of yourself and stepping into that self promotion and putting yourself out there and talking about what you're doing and talking about who you are. And our most recent episode, you know, I had this whole back and forth with our guest about how we're not celebrities, right? Even though he said, yeah, well, we're celebrities and that's how we should use our social media. So let's get into it because you're right it's really really juicy. So where do you want to start? Where do you want to start as we kind of get oh into my this? Oh
2: goodness. I could start all kinds of places. I you know where I want to start? I want to start by saying self-promotion is a skill. It's a skill like any other skill. And I don't believe that some of us are born naturally confident and more confident than others. <laughs> so right. it's just, you know, something that I'll often hear as, you know, just a rejection of this is, what Lindsay, I'm introverted. Are you kidding me? Like the pandemic, we're all online. This is, you can be so introverted and still be self-promotional by the way in which you're writing, right? Like to me, you don't even have to be around people. I'm the most introverted person when I'm scheduling my social media posts. Like To me, it's, this is the time to show up as a leader and to share your skill sets. I think the bigger question is, we don't know how to frame them and we don't even know what am I actually good at? That's the bigger problem, you know? So you got to like, you got to start doing some of that work. If you haven't done any sort of strengths assessment, if you haven't asked colleagues or other entrepreneurs or people in your sphere, what are the three words that you would use to describe me? Like you got to do some of that work so then you know what it is that you are going to start promoting. But to me, it's we all have an opinion and perspective on something.
1: Yeah. And what you're saying there is really important. So now... To kind of start off and ask people that are close to you, what are the three words that you would use to describe me and taking a strengths test? What else can people do?
2: So going back to that, those three keywords, Lindsay Pollack, she's a multi-gen workplace expert. I was listening to her speak a couple weeks ago, and she was saying, you know, this is, what you, this is your homework. Asking what those three words are, that's your beginner reputation or your be- beginner brand you like those words, you know, Mm -hmm. what are the words you want people to use? And that gap is your homework. Study people who are doing those things, get very granular about it. And that becomes your to-do list, you know, so that you can start shifting that in that to-do list, writing about those topics behaving in that way. You know, those are the things like you got to again, it's all that putting yourself out there. What we don't understand is like we have a lot more control over the, our perception than we think we do. Yeah. But it starts it's an inside job. Your your perception is an inside job. If you do not feel Like you are capable if you shit talk yourself, if your inner critic is always the thing that gets the final, the last word, you're not going to be doing this stuff, you know? So you got to, it starts with you and what, what it is that you're saying to yourself. Because if you're saying like, I'm not original enough, that's, that's something I hear a lot. Like I can't share, I can't share that it's not mine. Are you kidding me? That's a per like, that is a perfect thing to share. Because not only are you helping promote that person or whoever wrote the article, you're also going to be able to connect with their audience. So to me, it's like a BOGO. Like that's incredible. And then you didn't have to create the content, you just have to recaption. That's why I loved the social media focus that you've all been having on the pod, because it's great advice.
0: Yeah, thank you. So, all right. So, we're doing we do our inner work and, you know, that's kind of what we talk about a lot here, right? Where it always has to start with us first and how we kind of get through the voices, our inner critic, all all those things, right? And and what practical tools we have. So I'm going to shout out a couple and you, let me know if you have a couple practical sort of tools, like where you go, because you could say, okay, three words. I know what my three words are, right? Because I actually worked with a, a marketing person and we worked through it. She asked me like three questions and I got to my three words through those questions, which was questions about celebrities, right? Which is something you just said. And and to me, those are two people, it's Rachel Mann on John Oliver, right? So Mm. it's 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 that very smart, very nerdy, very uh, funny kind of personality that I sort of see myself aligned with. So it's not a really hard exercise to do. But the other one that I like to bring up is VR character strengths, which I'll put it in the show notes again, because we've had it in our show. We've talked about it before. And it's something that we use. It's a free survey. And it's so to me spot on. I think it's so great. But do you have a couple that you like to use in addition to those two?
2: I'm a Clifton Strengths nerd. I love Clifton. Me too. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to pay for that one, so <laughs> you do. It's twenty bucks, though. I mean, yeah. it, it like for the top five. No, and then oh, and so going with that, going to this website, it's LeadThroughStrengths.com. They actually give mm-hmm. you branding words for each of the strengths. So for your LinkedIn profile, for your resume, like if just to be able to incorporate, because not everyone's. What does individualization mean, or? Woo. Right. (laughs) You know? And then the other one, which is free going along your via, is it's called high five, highfivetest.com, I think is the site. I use all of these in in my coaching, but it's such a great like grounding place because these are things you do naturally that you probably just think, oh well, doesn't everyone do these? No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They really don't. So I would absolutely do that. And then another just practical tip is like where are you tracking your accomplishments? If you are not in some regular way, tracking your accomplishments, I just have a Google doc that's, you know, bookmarked on my browser. Anytime I get even a compliment, I put it in there. If I get a text from a client, if I get an email, I screenshot it, I put it right in there. Because you can also use that for social media posting or updating, you know, some, I call it a career decision maker. So those are like your clients, your manager, whoever is in, in, you know, in the decision seat of your destiny. Although I would say that's you, but you know, these are
0: all like simple, simple tools I love what you just said there. I want to pull that out a little bit more because I don't know if, (laughs) because I heard it and it went by really quick, but this idea of using something that somebody else has said about you on your social media. and. For me, that's like an easy starting point because I'm not saying it about me. Somebody else is saying it about me.
2: Social proof, social proof. So it's,
0: it's sort of all of a sudden, it's not me saying I'm great. So I don't have to be the one who's not ladylike, right? If that's, (laughs) if that's like your entry point, that's kind of how I heard what you just said. So that's why I wanted to call it out a little bit because sometimes you need a place to start. And I got to be honest, saying that I am fantastic. Well, I can say I'm fantastic because I am, but, (laughs) you know, saying that can be really hard to start with because I don't know how many, how many times I hemmed and hawed before I was able to say that in that way, (laughs) you know, just.
2: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Even what you all are doing on the pod, right? Liz and Lisa, you are amplification buddies, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is stronger and with you and better together and you both can amplify each other. So I, I tell this story a lot but my husband and I when you know back before when we were networking in person he's also an entrepreneur we would always before a networking event have a plan who is that person you absolutely want to intro to or to meet at this event otherwise like why are we here to eat the cheese no so <laughs> we but, would but talk, yes to eat the cheese to eat the cheese too but also but eat the cheese after you do, do the tough, eat the frog.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's very strategic, right? Instead of just going in thinking, Oh, let's just go have fun. Let's have a glass of wine and then talk amongst ourselves. No, you need to have a
2: plan. No. And this is also for the introverts. I mean, like one person, you don't have to go around. It's find the person, but then whoever you're with your buddy, you tell them how you want them to intro you. What is the project or the thing that you want to highlight in front of this person? And it's hilarious because every time I get introduced by someone else other than me doing it, the person's like always so much more into the convo than if I just went up and introduced myself and said, you know, and bragged on myself. So I think like, use it. It's a strategy. And you can do this online. Right. Yeah. Use yeah. somebody else.
0: I, I love that tip. So use someone else to help you with that, with, with your self-promotion. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's excellent.
1: Okay. So moving on, right. So it's definitely an inside job. You know, we have to start with us first. So what is kind of like in terms of another step to promote ourselves online, on social media, what have you, what else can we do?
2: You know, I think also understanding, again, like going back to the reasons why Tara Moore, who's a leadership coach, she, she just blew my mind. So there's like this stat around like women typically want all 100% of the calls if they go to go for the gig or whatever the job the promotion whereas men like around 60 or 50 and so she dug into this and found out that it's not necessarily that women didn't feel confident but it's that they felt like they needed they didn't want to waste the recruiter's time by mm-hmm. not having all the you know if i why would i apply i'm just like they're looking for this that means they're looking for this so the reason i'm bringing this up is because what women i think are socialized to not understand is that it's all a game and yet yeah. we follow the rule like we think we're doing a good job by following the rules mm-hmm. so so self promotion is the same thing it's all a giant game and if there is something about the way, like no one, I understand. There are lots of ways that we do not want to come off. Like we don't want to come off as that person. Like Lisa, that the lawyer you were talking about, like no one mm-hmm. wants to be that person, but I bet you she's getting paid. Oh, and then, she is. Right? I mean,
0: she was at the time, right? It's interesting what you're saying about it being all a game. So in the 60s. I went to a networking event, and there it was a woman from I don't know one of the big fives. It was like a Deloitte or something like that. I can't remember where she was from, but I do remember what she talked about. And I went and I picked up the book that she was talking about, and it's 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 called The Games Mama Never Taught You, and it is an Ooh. old book. It was I think it was written in the 60s or the 70s, and maybe the 80s. I don't know, but it's old. And I have a copy of it, and it's like super old. It's I, I got a used copy of it, and if any, If you can find that, because it's so interesting to me how the lessons in that still matter today, because we're dealing with mm. the same issues totally. as women today uh, that they were dealing with in, I'm going to say the 80s, because I think about what work was like in the 60s and the 70s, not quite the same. So like the 80s, how to navigate this male-dominated world and play the game in the same way that they play the game and understand that in a way.
2: We just don't have the shoulder pads. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And we don't want them anyway, shoulder pads. No.
1: (laughs) Although they are kind of coming back in style, though. I don't know, the kind bad. of turned up shoulder pads,
2: <laughs> the, sh- the turned up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's because we're all on zoom. So we're like all trying to make the most of <laughs> the, our cube. The top hot half look yeah. really great. <laughs> it's like everyone got into those really chunky, you know, the cool statement glasses. So now it's yeah. like the, the shoulders. We this, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, and to that point, it's what is the impact that you want to make? Like maybe getting paid doesn't resonate with you. It sure resonates with me, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like to think about it as what is the impact that you want to make? You need a platform go where there are platforms leverage networks. And I think that is a natural, again, socialized thing that men get inherently, but women, when I talk to them, even about, you know, finding three women um, and letting them know that you want to get to Z they're like, yeah, but that feels really selfish or greedy, Mm. you know? And it's no, this is what it's here for. Yeah. Who, and, and, and I like to remind them like the last time you were asked by a friend or a colleague or whatever to do something for them to benefit their business. How did that make you feel? And it's usually the answer is I felt really honored that they asked. So like, why, why doesn't that work for you? Like, it's okay to make an ask. And anytime I do group coaching now, like at the end, I actually make everyone go and make an ask of the group because I think women again are not, we just don't, we need to practice these skills.
1: And that's important too. When you say practice, the practice part is vitally important because the more obviously you do something, the easier mm-hmm. it's going to become. I love mm-hmm. that you do that in your coaching.
2: For course. sure. And, you know, thinking even about showing up on video or, you know, whatever, make, if you want to practice this, make a private Facebook group. No one else is a part of it. Just you. And you go in there and stumble and you get, like you do the minutes. So if all of this stuff felt weird to me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, did not come out almost, look at me. <laughs> like, right. I have done the minutes. And a big part of this is growing up in the 80s and 90s, I saw how hard my mom worked. Never, never was promoted. I mean, really, yeah. she was not recognized for it, which means that if you, you can work as hard as you want, But it does not mean people are sitting around waiting to recognize you for it or to promote you for it. You have to be your own PR person because otherwise people are just gonna be like, oh, thank you. Okay, great. Just keep they'll take it. They'll keep taking it.
0: So underlying all of this, right, is the is the idea of likability, right? Which Mm -hmm. is something we talked about in our pre-chat, which is something that I personally have I have a massive opinion about. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because Again, it goes back to what Liz was saying in the beginning where it's like, oh, it's not ladylike and it's not this. And we are all taught that we should be liked. And I remember one of our coaching classes, it's not a class you were in, Liz. I remember having a discussion with the instructor because it was a career coaching class. And she says, well, make sure you're likable. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean, (laughs) right? What does make sure you're likable means, right? Because I can tell you that... There are people in the world who like me and there are people in the world who do not like me.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, if you're being your authentic self, it, you know, it's going to be half and half, right? You have a problem if everybody likes you, if everybody likes you, you're, you're, you're falling into your people pleasing, Right? Thank you. Right. So, so, so then, so then what does that
0: mean when you're telling me that I should give my clients this advice, if I'm coaching them to find a job that makes sure everybody likes them, that is bad advice. So, all right, let's talk about it because I can go on forever about this, but what are your thoughts about this idea of likability, Lindsay? Well,
2: before I, I have lots of thoughts, but before that, Lisa, I'm so curious, like, where did you learn this? Learn what? <laughs> To feel strong enough to be okay with not being liked. Ah, uh, well, beca- be- I'll tell you what. I think I
0: went through everything that every other woman has gone through. But I realized that one point uh, in my career, and I'm telling you, I worked at, in in law firms for 12 years. And I loved that experience. I hated that experience. I have some very mixed experiences. Emotions about working in law firms, right? But they, for me, they were a proving ground. I realized after a while that it didn't matter what I did. (laughs) If I was like Liz was saying, being myself, somebody couldn't stand me. Mm. Like they were going to hate me for some unknowable reason and that there was nothing that I personally could do to change their mind, right? Other than to be somebody who I was not. Which, by the way, is a lot of hard work because I've done that as well. (laughs) It is very difficult to be the person, to be someone you aren't. It's a lot of work. I don't like being fake. So it's years of really trying the opposite and recognizing that this doesn't work and sort of going, well, I don't really give a shit. I'm sorry. This is who I am and take it or leave it. Right. I'm still going to try to be kind. I'm still going to try to be, you know, a decent human being. But a lot of times I also tell you up front, (laughs) I'll tell you up front, listen, you might not like this.
1: But also too, don't you? Yeah. If you're an artist, if you're a musician. Not everybody's going to like you. Half are going to like your music, half, you know, if you open up a restaurant, if you try and feed everybody, you're feeding nobody, right? It's kind of like you need to just follow you and you'll find your audience. They'll come to
2: you. That is like both. Yes. 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 You don't want everyone to like you. That would be so much work. It's just so much work. It's hard. It's hard. And you get nowhere. Really, you get
0: you get really nowhere and I love Liz, I want to kind of call out what you just said, mm-hmm. which is if you try to feed everybody, you feed no one <laughs> right? And that's basically the point. So it's either I'm just gonna focus on trying to feed these people and that's it.
2: And Lisa, right. when you were when you were giving your example, you you say like you might not like this that is a specific that is a strategy that you can use if you're going to negotiate, if you're going to give a piece of feedback, you're just prepping the person to understand that they're biased because we're all biased. They Mm -hmm. may not like a self promotional or whatever woman. And it just, it calls the bias out before they can get sucked into that story so that they can actually hear you because they might have never, you know, been around a very direct person a woman before so you're (laughs) just like this is who I am exactly and you know
1: for me I used to have a huge problem with that you know back when I was in my early 20s it was really important for everybody to like me and that was an insecurity that you know I had to kind of deal with it was a people-pleasing part of me And then what kind of cured that, if I can use that word, Mm -hmm. is I got a a job doing the nightclub door at a very popular, you know, New York City nightclub and turning people away. It was so hard for me to do, but you have to in that job. And that really cured me of it because I realized like half of the line is going to hate me and call me names, which they did. They called me every name in the book. And after working there for seven years, I came out going, okay, I think I'm cured because I really experienced the true hate. It was almost like exposure therapy. (laughs) Right.
0: And I mean, I bet you drunk people called you some really creative names. (laughs) Oh,
1: Lisa. Lisa and Lindsay. I got it all. I got it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Side note. (laughs) So
2: it's like, it's what do you not a side note, because really, then it sets the table. If you it's all you got to work on letting go of wanting to be liked. And by everybody, thinking about, you know, what is it that these people need to know about me, they probably need to know I'm pretty good at this stuff. So there and it's based on facts. It's not like you're fabricating these lies. It's not like your accomplishments are these like, untruths, you know? And so keeping track of them so that you can get into the habit of making sure that you're tooting your own horn or Mm -hmm. helping someone else do it. Mm -hmm. That is how you start establishing the habit.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I think when we think about likability, I was having a thought the other day, there was a podcast I used to listen to. And I was only listening to one for one person that used to be on the podcast and something happened, they had a break and that person left and I stopped listening to the podcast. And I also stopped following that person on Twitter and somebody retweeted that person. In my Twitter feed, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I do not like this person. I remember now, and I I I knew we were going to be having this conversation, and I had a few thoughts surrounding it, and I realized, oh, he doesn't know that I don't like him, and he doesn't care that I don't like him, and that I unfollowed him, and you know that little twinge that I felt about seeing the tweet and feeling a little bad that I unfollowed him." and stop listening to the podcast immediately went away because i was like he didn't know and he didn't care <laughs> he's there're still people listening to the podcast i'm sure and there are still people following wow. him i just am not and that's a very interesting thing that sometimes we probably have to put ourselves in the in in that position as well switch it around where okay <laughs> and i don't care. <laughs> I sure. don't know
2: and I don't care. Yeah. Does it change but, my day? But there will be listeners who are in the baby stage of this and think yes. like, "But I would want to know if someone doesn't like me." Yes, mm. and then what do they do? <laughs> I I invite you to think the least about it because Yes. There are lots of people who like you by being yourself. So, you know, it's just like, where do you want to focus, really?
1: If you messed up, you messed
2: up. That's one thing. And that might deserve an apology, but we're talking about (laughs) being out in the world.
1: Right, right. And we're saying, too, I think, you know, at least for me, to be polite, to be kind, like you said earlier, Lisa, you know, have manners, if you will. Be decent. But be a decent human being. But just like you said, be yourself and people who are in the kind of baby phase of, oh, well, I I want everybody like me. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, maybe then there's some other things you need to look at then and and get kind of in touch with before you start your self-promotion road. So, all right. So that being said, what... So people you know, are ready to self-promote. They're feeling good. They really want to get themselves out there. What's next? Do they have to have it all figured out before they start doing this?
2: Absolutely. No, (laughs) no. no. No, I mean, you got to, again, think about who you're trying to influence, you know, Mm -hmm. who are those career decision makers, uh, business decision makers, and where do they hang out? Where do they get their information entertainment from? That's where you need to be. And making sure that you are, again, feeling like there's a good mix. I like the mix of, you know, talking about myself, but then also talking and amplifying others, because that just comes right back. It just comes right back to you, you know? So for me, like a good mix is like the 50-50. And when I'm planning my social, when I'm, you know, thinking about strategic networking, that is what I'm doing is making sure that, you know, it's a mix. Going back to I also every you know, probably most of us do in kind of a week ahead audit on Sunday, whenever I'm looking at my calendar, I tend to look at my tasks that are time locked on my calendar as what is promotional and what's non promotional, and just kind of get a sense of what's the balance there. Because if I'm in like hiding mode, I need to look at that. And see, mm-hmm. cause that's not going to make me any money. That's not going to get me any impact being in hiding mode. Cause I'm like tinkering with like code on my website. So you right. start to kind of like do some of these self-check audits and just get a like sense. And maybe at first it'll be like you just sharing stuff that other people have created or uh, other people's accomplishments. And that's fine, but at least you're starting to be out there and you know, dipping your toe in because it does get easier. It really, really Mm -hmm. does. But you got to like get a sense of what it is that you are contributing and what is, what's your interest? Make it, make it so simple. Think about those things that you just love talking about. You could just talk anyone's ear off about. Start with those, you know? Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do, Lindsay, to promote yourself?
2: Oh my goodness.
1: You know, maybe a couple of years into your business. What was really helpful for you?
2: I was such a shy kid. Oh my goodness. that none of this stuff came natural to me. So I think a big part of it was aligning myself or watching what other women were doing. So, you know, I would get the twinge as Lisa, you were saying and be like, who does she think she is that she can say that? Right. And then what Mm -hmm. I recognized is it, Was actually like I wasn't doing those things, you know. So Mm -hmm. early in my in my business, I was like, "Oh wow, like they're like promoting courses, and it just feels like they're always on social media." Then recognizing, like, "Oh right, you can schedule this." But I think my jealousy was really just because I wasn't putting in the work, and so then I started to think about what was it that they were doing, and I started to mimic. I mimicked for a long time. I still mimic in a lot of ways, you know, but. There's now that you, when you like start to get comfortable, and I, I know I'm talking a lot about social media, the thing that really has built my skill set is doing speaking. So, we're like showing up doing webinars. Sometimes I would get one or two people. Who cares? It's practice. If you record it, you might be able to use it for other content you know, but again, it's like just getting really just doing the minutes. And there's an initiative I was telling you all about previously, Google has an initiative called hashtag I'm remarkable. So last year, early 2020, I got certified or as a facilitator, and anyone can get this facilitation certification. And I Recognized a really great opportunity because I was already, you know, talking and coaching about self-promotion. Why not align myself with this initiative? And it has been so great because I've been doing these workshops and again, doing the minutes and that has really paid off for my business. And also I'm showing up with a consistent message. You know, I think we all are like, boop, 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 boop. these are all the mm-hmm. things. And so you just can't shortcut it. Like you have to, and some people are like, well, I could hire it out. And it's, yeah, but it still has to come from you because when the person hires you or you are up on, like on the webinar stage, like it's going to be you, you can't hire that part out. So if you're not feeling this out of fear, like, again, you got to go back to the first step and get in the, get in the driver's seat. What is it that's making me want to hide here? Mm-hmm not going to have a business if you're hiding.
0: I was working with a score client earlier this week and Mm -hmm. last week, uh, whatever, what is time? Um, (laughs) And I, I, I re I recall that she was having some similar problems as well. And I asked her to just basically write down, I am blank, you know, and she was having so much trouble with it. She was, she kept, going to negative words, right? And I'm like, no, this is not what we're doing. So I then had to ask her <laughs> through somebody else, okay, what what are what are the positive things your mom says about you? What are the positive things your husband says about you? What are the positive things? You know what I mean? And write those down because those are also true. But to yeah. me, I keep th- I think about that and think about the episode we did with Mary Connolly where we talked about creating an inventory of you know, like you were saying, your accomplishments that you just kind of write in your Google doc, right? Just write that down and keep them and go back to them and read them when you're having a moment of insecurity maybe. Because even somebody like me who presents is very confident and very direct. I have those moments where I'm just not, am not, it's not happening today. You're not, I need you. to go back. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling me. <laughs> And, and I have to go look at my list of, of the things that I actually am, including I am remarkable. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. why I like that, that Google program, because it really does sort of, it's built off of like the real science of confidence building
2: (laughs) for people. And that I am, it's, I am remarkable. And we set a timer and, you know, for five minutes to write a list And I remember the first time doing it, it was hard. And now I've done this like 50 plus times. So now I'm like, you know, I make a mean chili, (laughs) but it all, it all counts. And, you know, going back to Lisa, like you presenting as like this has it all together. Like, I know how badass I am. You also are a human being. And right. <laughs> you're going to have those moments. And I think it's also okay. And I, I don't know where how this will fall for you. But like, it's also okay to show that too. Because you kind of like showing the I know, I know. But showing <laughs> no, the Lindsay. underbelly. I know. But when you are, it's the it's the human expert, right? Like there, we got our expertise, but it's okay to show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I knew where I was getting with that. I like that.
1: Your underbelly. I like You're that. Showing right your now. underbelly. Because that bit. does yeah. feel <laughs> as soon as
0: she Well, it's exposure, that. right? And that's, and exposure. that's a, well, that's, we talked a, li- a little bit about this up front where I am just not into the private part <laughs> yeah. being shown, uh, talked about on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, it's my business. Why do you guys want to know? But yes, Lindsay, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many coaches have come on and given me that same advice. I ain't doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it's okay. It's okay. What else would you like us to ask you that we haven't already asked you, Lindsay?
2: What Ooh. would you like
1: our listeners to know?
2: You just gotta start, partner up, act like you are promoting your best friend. You know, sometimes when I'm having my tough days, I actually have a, a picture of myself when I was a little girl at my mirror. And I think, what does she need? What would you say about her? I'm sure I would be like, you're awesome and strong and da da da. And like, the world needs to know about it. That feels easier. Sometimes it's harder to just show up and be like, I'm awkward and this is who I am. But we're all, we're all in right? Like we're all in the selling game. Selling is not a bad thing. It just means you're educating and make, you know, offering to help somebody who needs help. (laughs) It's not a bad Mm -hmm. word. And self-promotion is what's really going to help you showcase the skills and strengths that you have so that they can be leveraged. That's all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not a a dirty word. Bragging's not a dirty word. (laughs) And it's a strategy. It's a business skill. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So excellent. I I'm just psyched that we talked about it and you just got to keep working on it. It's Absolutely. very relatable to feel, you know, weird about it. But the women that you're seeing six as successful are women who I'm sure would tell you that this was not an easy skill at first. Yeah. Right.
0: Because Mm -hmm. you not only have to overcome yourself, you have to overcome society and what society Mm -hmm. has told you as well. Yeah. And that's hard.
2: Mm -hmm. It is hard. hard. (laughs) It is hard, but it's also possible, you know? Yeah. Like it's, again, going back to how we began this, it's both and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the system that we're currently working in and what can we control about it? That's, that's what we're doing you know awesome well this
1: has just been an excellent and remarkable (laughs) episode (laughs) you are remarkable Lindsay and Lisa thank you so and Liz thank you and Liz so where where can people find you
2: sure so I am mostly on Instagram at coach underscore Linz and my website is lindsaylathrop.com great good
1: stuff well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for being our Badass of the Week. Yay. That's it for us this week. Remember, you can find anything we referenced in the episode in our show notes on our website, bossybrilliantbadass.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate us,
0: and leave a review. It helps us get found.
1: And thank you for listening. There'll be more Bossy, Brilliant, and Badass next week. So until then, be, be a, a badass. badass.